Blog Talk Radio. Well, what's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beast Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it again. And here we are. Here we are. After another embarrassing loss by the New York Jets, the New York Jets get beat by the Philadelphia Eagles at home, at MetLife, mind you. They get beat by the Philadelphia Eagles 33-18. to and boy, there's going to be a lot to say about it. We're going to get to the callers in just a second. Listen, I am the man of the people. I am here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get into the show. I am fired up. Your boy's on iTunes as well, all right? Your boy's on iTunes, okay? Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. Go ahead, subscribe. Leave me some feedback. Let me know what you folks think about what I'm doing here. I love seeing those five-star ratings. Give me a rating. Let me know how you folks feel about that. You know, go ahead and subscribe again. All the podcast audio goes there. Also, you can go, you know, on social media. I'm on Twitter as well. Young J000, go ahead, follow me. Follow you right back. Let's go back and forth. The show's page as well is The Long Beach Joe. The Long Beach Joe. Go ahead, follow that on Twitter as well, and go back and forth with me on there as well. You know, hit me up. I'll go right back and forth with you. Now it's time to get into it, folks. We got callers we'll get to in just one second. Let me tell you something. This loss today by the New York Jets was quite embarrassing. It was an embarrassing loss on multiple levels. And I'm going to start with how the day started for the Jets. Listen, we had things going early. Braxton Berrios had a big return to start. We got going offensively early. Wilson was able to run, you know, make some moves, get some things going. After that return, the offense got flowing. Guess what? That turned into a TD early. So we were like, okay, everything's going well. Everything's going well. The Jets also, offense, kept rolling pretty early. We were able to get some touchdowns to Griffin. We were able to get a touchdown. Zach Wilson was able to run in for a touchdown as well. Zach Wilson on a day was 23 of 38, 226 yards on the football. He had two TDs and an interception late, and we'll get to that in one second. Let me tell you something. After the first half, things fell apart for the Jets' offense. Couldn't get anything rolling. After that half, things just slowed down and the Philadelphia Eagles were able to drain the clock. But that wasn't the worst part of the game. The worst part of the game was the Jets' defense, not being able to stop a soul. I'm talking nothing, especially Goddard early. Goddard for the Philadelphia Eagles had a touchdown early in his football game, and Ashton Davis could not find a way to bring him down. He just launched his body at Goddard. Goddard ended the day with six catches, 105 yards, and two touchdowns. Six catches. We could not do anything about him. As a matter of fact, we couldn't do anything about the running game either. Miles Sanders, 24 carries, 120 yards on the day. Gainwell, 12 carries, 54 yards on the day, and a touchdown. If you want to see what it looks like to be a horrific tackling team, watch the New York Jets against the Philadelphia Eagles. Nobody could tackle at all. Fence was horrific all day long. And when it wasn't bad tackling, when they weren't giving up first downs, then guess what they were doing? 
causing defensive penalties, doing bonehead penalties to then give the Philadelphia Eagles yardage. This team is terrible. This defense is terrible. And these penalties that were caused weren't by just young guys. No, they were veteran guys. Mosley had a penalty on fourth down. On fourth down, he gets an encroachment penalty which gives the Philadelphia Eagles a first down. Insanity how bad the New York Jets play. Our defense was awful. Our second-half offense was awful. But our kicker, our kicker, and I'm going to get to it right after this take. I'm going to the caller because I want to hear from the people. Kessman, we just brought in Kessman because we got rid of Amendola. Amendola was awful this entire season. He was terrible. We just got rid of him. When we cut him, we bring in Kessman. He wins the open, open competition. Then guess what? He dumps on us in this game. Misses two early extra points. We lost all faith in him. He is garbage as well. This football team is a mess. It's a mess. We look completely ridiculous out there. That defense was completely outclassed in this football game. Outclassed. Outclassed. There were some bad calls by the referee. A bad, actually, bad no calls by the referees in this game as well. And we're going to get into all that. I'm going to get to the callers again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're talking everything about this game. This Jets defense is awful. First caller I'm going to, CT, I'm coming directly to you, Shaq. Hold on a second. We'll get to everybody. CT, I'm coming directly to you, my friend. Salutes to you, CT. I want to thank you for calling in today. CT, watching this game against the Philadelphia Eagles. Give me your thoughts on the performance of this New York Jets defense. Um, my thoughts, bro, first salute to you. I know, I know yeah. we, I, we, we're always preaching patience and whatnot, but my thoughts right now is I'm currently rolling up to calm the hell down because I just need to smoke <laughs> and just relax this Sunday evening and just forget about this game, <laughs> bro. Um, I'm keeping it real with you, man. It, it, it was bad. It was bad, you know. Um, especially, like you said, the defense. I really think that, especially with our rookie quarterback, he's not there at the point where he can just take over a game. We, we need our defense to step up and do their side for us to win games, you know? So I yeah. think that they're letting, letting the whole team down, you know, when we have performed like this. Dallas Goddard got off on that thing. He had, a, you know, two, two touchdowns, open, wide open, like nothing like, un, like, you know, barely touched on some of them. So, like, it was like, come on. I'm not sure if it's the play calling on defense or if it's the players, but I do know that in this off season we got to retool this defense from top to bottom almost. You know, I want some more guys on the edge. I want some more guys, um, maybe a, new, new, a couple linebackers, and I do want that safety, Kyle Hamilton, in, in, in the draft. You know, maybe we, we get some some guys on free agency, um, and then and, you know retool this whole thing because uh, for us to win games next year, we're gonna have to get some real stunts on the defensive side. Yeah. Now, sticking with the defense, I know you talked about safety. Speak to me about Ashton Davis's play today, because I'm still surprised that this guy has been in the league for this long and still doesn't understand how to tackle. Does it shock you? <laughs> Ashton Davis, bro. Um, honestly, he's been here, what? It's been two like, – this is his second year, right? So it doesn't mm-hmm. shock me, per, per se, but it definitely is alarming <laughs> that, he, that he's not um, – 
he came in as a raw talent. He didn't come in as a guy who, you know, was elite at his position. He was a raw talent that was supposed to develop. He's shown little splashes here and there with the pick a couple of weeks ago. He did. He had a good deflection today. But as far as coverage, he has a long way to go before we can say that he's a, a bona fide starter on this squad. You know, we, we, he, he's what we got right now, so we have to use him. But um, in free agency, we got to bring some people in and maybe draft a couple guys. So, so I think next year we're going to have two different safeties, two brand-new starting safeties. If Ashton is still on the squad, I think he'll be a guy who's a rotation player, you know, because he, he can, you know, be serviceable as a rotation player. But he's not given that, you know, starter kind of vibes for me, you know, um, in the second year. You know, unless he takes a big leap over the offseason and next year he all of a sudden he's something different, I don't expect him mm-hmm. to start. You know, so um, when it comes to him, yeah, he's a rotation player, man. We just got to be honest. And right now we just don't have the pieces um, to, to cover people you know, all the way. And I, I want some better yeah. linebackers, too. They, they keep getting us on the screens, and we have to know how to stop that play, man. Um, it's just eating us alive on any running backs that can catch in this league, eat us up, you know, and, and I don't yeah. – think that, you know, is something that you can survive in this league when you can just get, you know, dashed up. up. You know, we had a – we stopped – we had them on the fifth five-yard line earlier in the game, and yep. they just went down the field. Short, short, short play here, short play there, a little bit rush here, rush there. Just, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts, and um, that's – you know, I get it. We're, we're stopping the big play, but, you know, we also got to make, make sure that we, we, we come down on these guys – and, and stop them behind the line, or at least get them on a short yardage, you know, keep them in short mm-hmm. yardage, you know. So, um, yeah, it's hard to see. It's hard to watch. But on, on the bright side, the, the, you know, Zach Wilson did show some improvement today. I know he threw a pick, but um, I think yeah. that he came out he came out strong, you know, and he, he was finding a rhythm early, you know. So that's what I expected to see from him. And as he continues to get more starts, as he continues to grow, the kid's only like 21, 22 years old. As he gets older, he's going to be a real special player, I believe, but he's just not there yet. Yeah, yeah. Now listen, I hear you there, and and I'm so I'm so frustrated with this defense and the way they played as well. Again, they gave up 100 yards, 120 yards to Sanders on the ground as well. We all talked about the Philadelphia Eagles running game being a big part again. Jalen Jalen. Jalen Hurts was the guy we were worried about. Garner Minshew ends up starting. He's 20 of 25, 242 yards on a day, and he had 242 yards throwing the ball. I mean, he was able to go out there, and like you said as well, there were guys wide open running our secondary. We gave up a third and 19, a third and 19 to a guy that was running around wide open. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I I, I completely agree. You know, um, we our defense has to step up in coverage. You know, it just they just have yep. to. Re- but the rest of these couple games, I'm gonna be keeping keeping an eye on that coverage going forward and seeing who we need to cut, who we need to keep, because uh, yep. it's just unacceptable. You know, uh, even a uh, Pinnock. You know, I know he's a rookie, but he he let up a big score too. Uh, you know, it's just not. It's just every week. It's like this, you know. So when it comes down to it, you know, the reason why Mac Jones is going through playoffs is because of the defense. I'm sorry, he's not better than Zach to me. He 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 he's, he knows how to make short passes and all that stuff. But long term, I think mm-hmm. Zach is going to be the better quarterback. But what he has is a mm-hmm. solid one of the top defenses in the league, and that's why people are just yeah. you know pretty much you know I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but they're all over his guy, giving him mad praise because he's <laughs> special. But it really is that defense. <laughs> but they're on his yeah. they're on his junk and the media just on his junk, yeah. and I'm like chill, like it's his defense. But here, here's the deal, though. Here's the deal, though. When you talk about that Patriots team and you talking about, you know, that defense, we also need to talk about the coaching. 
right? That Patriots, that Patriots staff holds their defense to uh, expectation, right? They hold their defense to standards. What we're seeing here is we're seeing, again, like you said, that, like we talked about this game. Yes, they, they blew. There was a lot of blown coverages. There was guys just wide open. There was guys running around that wouldn't make tackles, right? We saw, again, Goddard had a day against us, 106 yards, two TDs. We also gave up a bunch of yards in the ground as well with Sanders having 120 yards. Yet again, that's another running back that has 120 yards over us. But another thing that we saw this game was the bonehead defensive penalties continuing to help extend the Philadelphia Eagles' drive. We saw it on fourth down. We saw it on third down. We saw it multiple times, pass interference. But hold on, hold on, CT. And I I hear you. Hold on, CT. It wasn't the young guys, right? Because that's what we talk about on a weekly basis. We say we're young teams, young guys, they got to learn. Okay. No, these were veteran guys making penalties. These were veteran guys causing issues. This was Shaq Lawson. This was Mosley getting a penalty on fourth down when it was clear as day that they were just trying to draw us off sides. He gets the encroachment penalty. That is egregious. If guys are not going to play up to standards, the guys are not going to do what they need to do, if guys are going to have bonehead penalties and cost this football team in critical situations, they need to be held accountable. And that's what blows Absolutely. my mind with Stella. It seems like he doesn't. Give me your thoughts on that, CT. Uh, well, well, so I'm not going to say he doesn't hold him accountable because we don't know what goes on in the locker room. He, he's a guy who doesn't do it publicly. But I definitely think But we consistently guys see them come out and do it, though, CT. We consistently uh, well, see these guys come out and have the same penalties. Unless unless Salah comes out and puts the helmet on, he can't really stop it, you know? I mean, he's a guy who can tell somebody something, but if the guy goes out there and does the same thing, he goes out there and does the same thing. He's, you know, these are grown-ass men that need to take accountability for their job. You know, he can tell them, hey, you know better than this, but they got to do it. We already got we already got the refs, you know, pretty much against us because they're calling penalties mm-hmm. and non-penalties on us all week. And, I mean, well, all season, I guess you could say. You know, Elijah Moore gets held every week, and they don't call it. You know, every week we get, we get a, uh, you know, some r- r- ridiculous – you know, mm-hmm. diff, you know, block interference call that may not be or block in the back that just like, wait a minute, hold on. That's kind of like egregious. They don't need to call that. You know, every every week they do it to us. So we can't afford our defensive veterans, especially like you're saying, to go out there and make boneheaded, boneheaded mistakes. I'm really disappointed in, in, in Mosley, although he's one of our best yeah. players and he was all over the field today. He made some great tackles. I'm very disappointed, on, especially third and whatever it was, three three yards. Yeah. That you know better than that, man. And I'm sure he knows. No. I'm sure he feels bad about it. He's a he's an accountable guy, and he, as a leader on this team, you know he's probably going to hold himself to that standard of, of losing this game. And, and I expect that from him. So we'll see going going forward on how things move with a defense, but. Um, it, yeah, today was a tough one, man. I, and I and I and I hear yeah. your, your your frustration. I do. Yeah, yeah, it was CT. Listen, my final question before I let you go, because the lines is hot, and again, we'll get to everybody. Shaq seven hundred two and Venom, we'll get to you in just a second. And my final question before I let you go, CT, what do you do at at kicker at this point? Are you getting rid of Kessman after this week as well? Are you going back into the pile and trying to find a kicker? Quick answer: What are you doing? Yes or no? Are you getting rid of Kessman? We are in kicker purgatory, man. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm cutting everybody at this point, man. Like, get somebody. <laughs> Come on. Like, I have no idea. I, you know, I'll put Brayden Mann as kicker. See what he can do. I don't know. But at this point, we've got to draft or, or, or get something in free agency. But before then, yeah, I would 
I would I would sign somebody from a practice squad that you guys can just take, right. take a swing on, you know? Yeah. Listen, CT, I want to thank you for calling in, man. I got to get to these lines. You have a good one, man. Next show I have, I want to hear from you, all right? All right. Listen, CT calling in. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. But before we get back to the lines, I got to salute to my guy, GM, with the big, 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 I said the big, 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 big donation. GM says, I love Sulla's enthusiasm and sticking up for his players and giving the refs hell on those two sidelines. Reminds me of when he was with the 49ers. Yeah. There was some no calls, like I said, as well. That missed call that they had on Elijah Moore when the Eagles defensive back grabbed him, that should have been a call. But, man, he's got to do more. He's got to do more with this defense. They, there needs to be better defensive adjustments, and he's got to hold guys accountable for these penalties. It's the same stuff. Every week we had, a, we had a defensive holding calls in this game. We had offside calls in this game. We had all these things. And, again, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. We're causing our own issues. We're gifting them first downs. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Next, I'm going to Shaq. Shaq, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in. Shaq, give me your thoughts on this Jets defense, man. What are your, what are your thoughts about their performance today? I mean, seriously. Joe, Joe, I, <laughs> I am – so angry. I was so angry. I yeah. flipped out on, you know, my girlfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> almost the kids and everything. But, you know, it, oh. you know, I didn't flip out on her. No, no, I didn't flip out on her like that. But, you know, I, she felt my anger, you know. Because yeah. before I go, before I go, Joe, could you remind the show, remind me to not curse, please, please? Listen, Shaq, it's a family show. Please do not curse. You know, I don't want to have to get you out of here. All right, I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast, faster than the New faster York than Jamal. Give a down. That's fast. That's fast. They give up touchdowns fast. So go My ahead, Shaq. Gosh, man, like I got three things, man. The refs today were terrible. The defense yeah. terrible. The kicker mm-hmm. doesn't exist. Like, the penalties, the refs, man, they've, they've been – it's so hard to watch Jets games, and I, and, I, and I commend you, Joe, for watching these games for me because I don't watch the games because of situations <laughs> like this. Like, I lose my mind when, yeah. when refs do, like, do, like, do these ticky-tack calls and just penalize us all day long. I could watch Kansas City games. I could watch Baltimore games. I could watch New England games. Same things happen in those games. Those penalties don't get called on those teams. But because we're the Jets, because we're the Jets, we get calls like that. The Shaq Lawson call and the C.J. Mosley call, cool. I, I can accept that. We, that's us. That's us. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah. the holding call, the holding call on, on Elijah Moore, the, the pass interference call on Bryce Hall, the the the, the – the uh the challenge the challenge that they got on us like all of that is ridiculous that's ridiculous those those yeah. penalties people think okay uh, oh they're baby penalties they, they don't hurt no those are game changing penalties 
They're a game-changing yeah. penalty. That pass interference on the on Dallas Goddard. Yes, granted, we gave up three, but the problem is, is that we gave up more time. They're killing yeah. our clock, and we have to rush everything because the penalty yeah. happened. That gives them four more downs, more clock to kill, more for us to rush, and it's gonna and, and it's gonna and it messes up our whole momentum, our morale, and you know everything for us to move the ball. Like I mm-hmm. I am I am so annoyed by these refs. They've been they've been cheating us. For years, for years, I feel yeah. like they've been doing us dirty for years, and I and, mm-hmm. and I sit and I watch you because I'm like, if I watch a Jets game, I'm gonna lose my mind because it's because <laughs> of the refs, mostly because of the refs, mostly because of the refs. Man, now, let me tell you something. Now, go, go ahead. Go. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You go. Ahead. You go, ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, listen, Jack. I, I hear you, and there were some there were some egregious calls, but again, when you watch. What we're doing out here, we're causing a lot of our own issues as well. That uh, that encroachment call on fourth down and penalty, that was a game changer. Yeah. If we are able to terrible. get the Philadelphia Eagles off the field on that play, we still have – we've kept hope alive. If we get a score, we're back into it. We can fight. You give them a first down. You gave that to them. You gave that yeah. to them. And, it, again, yeah. it looked like they weren't even really trying. It looked like they were trying to pull us offside, and you're a veteran guy. You should know that. You should know the moment. Yeah. You should understand what's going on here. He's, he's our leader. Talking. Yeah, and he's, he's one of our leaders on defense. Actually, at this point, he is the leader on defense because guys like Marcus May is not playing. You're the guy the guys look to. And so you to get a bonehead penalty in that moment is unbelievably disappointing. But the bigger thing about the defense to us today, we saw – was just a lack of awareness out there. You had guards yeah. out there running wide open. I was about to kill him. Touchdown. Bro, Aston Joe, Davis let me, let literally me. still does not rap when he tackles. Let, let, it's insanity. Go ahead, Shaq. Ho, Give me your thoughts. Hold on, on Joe. This, let me kill him. Let me kill him. Tackles, let me man. kill him. I got you. Go I'm going to follow up with you. Don't worry about it. I got you. <laughs> I'm about to follow up with you right now. I got you. Go the ahead. defense, right? It is, it is what, week what, 12, 13? Yeah. And yeah. they've been getting killed by the same damn plays. Facts. All season. The Facts. same two or three plays. Two Facts. or three plays. Draws. 0-1 traps. Why are we giving up plays up? Why are we giving up runs up the middle? Up the middle. Why? Why can't you adjust to it? I'm starting to notice. I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking, like, is it the players? And then I look, I'm like, it's not really the players. It's the way we're set up. It's the way mm. it's the way the defense is taught. If you notice how the, the way when the ball is snapped, if you notice, everybody is rushing as if, you know, it's a passing play or it's a third and long. Then they're rushing, and that's why they're taking advantage of that. And, and that's, that's something that that's looked like it is taught, and, and that mm-hmm. needs to not be taught because mm-hmm. Fado Kasi is, is a run stopper. But when he's like every time they, they snap the ball, they're running past the ball. He's running past the ball. Bro, go for the ball, not whatever you're going for. Go for the ball. <laughs> you're setting up bad mismatch. You're setting up bad mismatches against guards on linebackers, tackles on safeties. That then then that leaves us in an advantage, and we're giving up yards to bums, to bums. Yeah. They're not beating yeah. you deep. They're not beating you deep. Who's scaring you? Who's scaring you? Why are you playing like we're playing the Kansas City Chiefs? This yeah. is Donna Minshew. This is Gamewell. This is this is this is 
Where's Watkins? Who is these guys? Mm. Who is yeah. these guys? Why are we giving up these type of plays to these guys? There should be no reason. And then we give up a third and 17. We let Garner Minshew run for a first down. He's not even a runner. He's not a mm. runner. And so now that brings, because the defense is so bad, our offense can only score so much. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Because Especially because Zach is coming back. He's coming back from an injury. It looks like he's still learning, and he still, you know, does bonehead things. But, you know, he's learning, and he played well the first half, regardless of what I say or regardless of what anybody says. He played well the first half. We just have to adjust. Whoever's calling plays on defense, if, if, it's, if it's Albrecht, Salah needs to get him out get him off of it. Get him off. Get him off. And if it's Salah, Salah needs we, – we, need we need to think about something. We need to think about yeah. something. I don't like giving up. I don't like getting gashed by 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 a guy named Gainwell. I I'm, I don't want to yeah. see that week week in and week out. I'm tired of it. Yeah. And then another yeah, thing, it, it, this is a different thing. Mm-hmm. A kicker. Why cannot? Why we oh. can't find a kicker? It's been three years. Three years. <laughs> and then you had the nerve to say he won a competition. What competition mm-hmm. were you watching? Who was out there? Was it me? Was it you, Joe? Was you kicking out there, man? I could make those no. kicks, Jack. I don't think it was me. It wasn't me. I, I, I could make it. Who was out there kicking that he won a competition? Even the punting game was looking weak today. The punting game was looking weak today. Yeah. I don't know what was going on with special teams. No. I cannot believe it. Don't get me wrong. Philly is Philly is, is, a, is a decent team. But giving up 30? Garner Mitchell barely missed a pass? He completed, what, over 80 70% of his passes? Yep, 20 or 25. Are you serious? That's what we got to watch on Sundays? And we got to watch that on Sundays. We ain't winning nothing. I can promise you that. We're no. not winning nothing. 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 We will always stay in the no. basement. We will always stay in the basement, and teams and, people and fans will always look down on us. We'll always rip us. We'll Always rip us, especially if we don't adjust. We have to learn to adjust, man. Got to learn to adjust. Second half, it just looked worse. Look worse. It's awful. It's awful. And, and again, the Philadelphia Eagles came in. We knew they were a tough rushing team. Sanders, yet another running back, has 120 yards. Another yeah, over 100 yard running back. On, I mean, it was just it was insane to watch this defense and the lack of effort when tackling was apparent. So many guys breaking oh, through. So many one handed tackles. So many guys trying to. Ashton Davis yet again with the old shoulder helmet special. It starts to make it again. Even during during the game, I'm talking to people and they're like, "Listen, we need Marcus May back fast as it can get." Listen. If Ashton Davis does not show us anything at this season, you better be looking to bring Marcus May back because if you don't, there'll be a huge hole there at safety, and we'll be right back where we started with nothing back there. And like you said as well, Shaq, the kicking game, awful. We just brought Kessman in. This guy's trash. He's trash. Missed two extra points, completely killed all of the momentum that we had going. And then we had to go for two-pointers. Then you couldn't trust him ridiculous. The Jets need to figure out what they're doing at the kicking situation immediately. Immediately. It is costly. It's, 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 it's been too long to not to, to not yep. realize like, hey man, 
I don't, you know, I I know we need a kicker, but I'm not I'm not going to address it. Like, yeah, this this is this is causing us games. This is changing momentum. This is you know yeah. this is killing morale. To watch yeah. these kicks getting being missed. Yeah. Just like now, Shaq. My final years. question before I let you. It has my final question before I let you go because you're you're bringing the heat right now, man. Is Give me your thoughts on the connection between Elijah Moore and Zach Wilson. We saw Elijah Moore pop today, six catches, 77 yards, a touchdown. Zach Wilson was finding him early when the offense was moving. How do you feel about that connection? Do you think they'll be able to really continue to build on this so it'll be a good, solid foundation for years to come? Yeah, we, we, yeah man, the, the offense, man, it, it's looking real promising, man. It, it, it looked like it, it's carrying us. But, you know, you can see the growing pains in it, you know, since it's a first-year mm-hmm. thing, you know. Everything will gel soon. We'll gel soon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Elijah yeah. Moore will definitely be the start, and he will help us. We, I, I just feel like we probably need one more thing on offense, probably one more thing at receiver maybe. I'm not sure. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to figure out what, what can help this offense really, you know, go consistently. Instead of, you know, mm-hmm. getting like that, you know, make, instead of making a stop, you know, stop yeah. here and there, you know, to try to make us make up the lack of defense that we had to make up for that, you know. So I, I, mm-hmm. hopefully we get that one thing, one more thing on offense and we'll, we'll, and, and we'll be flying. We'll be flying. We'll be going. Yeah. I mean, that one more thing could be an offensive lineman. Again, we suffered some injuries yeah. offensively as well. Today, Corey Davis went down. We'll see what happens with him going forward. He got that, that, that groin injury, but like you said as well, there's just – I think Zach Wilson, once he really gets into the flow, maybe his next year he'll really step it up, we'll get better, but there, there's going to need some improvements that need to be made. I mean, this this team today, defensively especially, was completely embarrassing to watch. But, Shaq, listen, man, I want to thank you for calling in today. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, man. i got to get back to these lines. You have yourself a good one, all right? Yes, sir, Mr. Joe. Thank you for taking the blows for me. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> no problem. You have a good one, man. Peace. <laughs> Listen, salute to Shaq calling in with the fire. <laughs> We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. The lines are hot. I want to make sure everybody gets their takes. You're not going to get a ton of time, but we're definitely going to get time to, you know, speak your mind. And salutes to all the savages in the chat. You folks are the greatest. If you want to support the platform, please hit me in the super chat. You don't want to hit the super chat. Some people want to hit me in my catch app. It's right there at the bottom of the screen. Also, please give the stream a thumbs up and share the stream as well. I have a link tree in there as well in the description, please hit the link tree, go to my discord, join my discord. Also subscribe as well. If you have not subscribed and turn on the notifications when I post content, you folks will be in the know. So we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515 is number call in. Next we're going to my guy, Venom G's. And listen, let me tell y'all something before Venom even starts. Okay. Before he even gets going, I'm here to tell y'all that this dude is a full-blown savage, okay? He's a savage, all right? He's a <laughs> savage! savage. Right. Oh, man. Savage, oh, man. You know. Venom, where, where you know do we I couldn't start, wait Joe? Where do we start? Just, 
Venom, I'm going to give you the floor. I know you're frustrated. I've been talking about this Jets defense. Give me your thoughts on what they looked like to you today against this Philadelphia Eagles offense. How did you feel about the tackles? Joe, I told you this was the practice squad defense, Joe. (laughs) Oh, man. It was horrible, man. It's horrible. And 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 I, I'm giving up this season, man. I'm take, I'm doing I'm doing what the 49ers did the first year. This what this reminds me of the 49ers first year, where they had mm. their defense wasn't good until they got pieces, man. Mm. And you know what I heard Rex Ryan speak something when he was speaking with Salah, and he said something so interesting. And he was like, "Yo, when I came over, I bought Jim Leonard with me at the safety position. I bought." Bart Scott with me at the mid. So he said, yeah, I had different pieces at each part. At the back end, I had Jim Leonard, and Salah didn't bring these guys with him to to be the head of these these different parts. If you had a safety from San Francisco, you should have mm-hmm. brought him with you. If you had a middle linebacker with you, you should have brought him with you. So now they could translate on the field what you're seeing with Rex or with Salah's thinking and how this plan is supposed to be played out. Right now, it's just all rookies, and nobody knows how this game is supposed to go. So everybody, and you can see it a lot happening where even with um, with mostly today, he's trying to do so many other people's jobs. He's like, oh, damn, um, Quincy isn't in the right position, so I got to fill this gap or I got to run this way because everybody's so new into this game. And and by the time you get comfortable with somebody, he gets hurt and he's out, and now you got somebody new in there. You're like, you're back at square one again. It's like everybody that we had where the roster looked competent, it was like, damn, we could call Larson gone. We have Marcus May gone. So every level is now nothing but practice squad players at that level. Ashton Davis is a stone cold bum. He needs to get get him out of here. Get him out of here, man. He, if I see him throw his shoulder in somebody again, he dies for the play and knocks down Osley. Oh, man, I don't, I don't even, you know. Let's stick there, though, Venom. Let, let's stick there, though, Venom, because, listen, we've gone back and forth, right? And we've talked about Marcus May, have we not, right? And I was a guy yes, that said, listen, yeah. I know a lot of people want him gone, and, I, you know, I, 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 at a point, yeah, look, if he wants to go, fine. But can you comfortably walk into this offseason and say, okay, goodbye, Marcus May, with what you're seeing out of Ashton Davis? It is critical for Ashton Davis to pan out. It's critical. I'm telling y'all this right now. I'm looking you right in y'all faces. This is not some hyperbolic take. I've been saying this. It is critical for Ashton Davis to pan out because if he does not pan out, we have a hole, a wide open hole at safety. No. We have no no players to fill it. If you let Marcus no, May we have... walk, if you let Marcus mm-hmm. May walk, and Ashton Davis doesn't pan, we are in trouble there as well. Go ahead, Bill. Go ahead. Yes, Bill. we are. Bill. Yes, we are. I, I, I said, I said we should sign him to a long term deal. This kid, Ashton <laughs> Davis, is not it. You gotta. It's, oh man, this team people. He is not it. He is not it. Get Ashton Davis out of here. Bring Marcus May back. And you see, it doesn't. The explosive plays doesn't happen. Those angles that Ashton Davis takes 
Marcus does he eliminate these plays from happening and I I don't know what they're thinking and I understand last year the kid was hurt. He was hurt, so this is maybe his and he was hurt half of this season, so he came in and he's trying to figure it out and the only way you can figure it out is getting reps. But I don't need to see these type of reps. You need to sit him down and say, Hey, somebody else show this guy how it's supposed to be done because he's yeah. he's not doing it, man. He he's not doing it. And and this is this is the growing pains of, of having this type of team right now. And so it, you know, I don't want to speak to the future, but we're gonna to have to do a lot in this off season once everything is done. We're we're gonna to have to bring some big name talent in here. And and, yeah. and Joe, what you think about this defensive line, man? Because I'm sick of seeing week in and week out that they get gashed so much for all these yards. Yeah. Every every Todd Bowles, nobody. We were in the top ten running defense. Mm-hmm. You know, even before, even with um Gates, it, they wasn't running on us like this. What the hell's yeah. happening now? Where everybody's just peeing off on us, and and the defensive line, the names look good, but the production sucks. Yeah. 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 I mean, today you know, I know yeah. that we were. Yeah, listen, I, I know today, uh, Venom, we were without uh, rankings, but Quentin Williams is still out there. You know, we like you said as well, we got Fadu Kasi out there, Nathan Shepard's out there, Blair was out there. We have enough guys up front where they should be able to stop the run, but we just consistently yeah. get gassed. We get gassed. And, and, right? and, and, just, there's, and there's no answer for it, know, and there seems to be no defensive adjustments at all either as well. This is, uh, yet again, another day where we give up over 100 yards to a rusher. Miles and, uh, and this Sanders is the had thing. 120 yards. Yeah. Go ahead. They, they did adjust because what happened was what they did in the first half, the tight end killed them. The second half, they adjusted to mm-hmm. eliminating the tight end. But now the running game was wide open. So they have so many guys in coverage on the back end. In the first half, they were so, you know, they wanted to stop the run. So the tight end was killing them. At the second half, mm-hmm. you see everybody so far back that the running game is just running running crazy, and the screen game is killing us every time. It's like this every defense is, is either one or the other. It's either one or the other. If you – we'll give you we'll give you everything below, and the talent isn't good enough to, to get there quick enough to stop the screen. This mm. – it, ah, it just looks horrible. It looks bad. <laughs> and and I know we have we – have, we have good players. They're going to develop into good players with Pennock, with Michael Carter, with Hall. They're going to develop, but they need pressure up front to get to this quarterback to speed everything up. And that's what they, that's what this defense is, is built around, is getting to the, to the quarterback so quick that they throw interceptions, that they can't read, go to their first, second, third read. But this, this defensive line, they can sit back there, get coffee, call me, call you, Talk to all the savages, then throw a touchdown. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, 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 it's not. It's, this defensive line gets no pressure. Yeah, they don't. No, I mean, so. Gardner Mitchell, like like we like we talked about, twenty or twenty five on a day, two hundred and forty two yards, two TDs. Only got sacked twice, but like you said, he was running around back there all day. There were plays where he literally had thirty years to throw the football, and he was finding guys down the field early and consistently. But a big thing for me. Uh, Venom, and you talked about it, the fact that we're getting ran on like this, all a lot of the issues. I look at a lot of these issues 
And to me, the route leads to coaching, not just schematically, but holding guys accountable, right? We're also seeing a lot of penalties as well. We saw that extend drives in the second half, which helped to extend Eagles drives, where they just ate up the time of possession. They ate up the play clock, getting their drives extended, and then running the ball hard downhill at us. What are your thoughts about guys consistently, consistently making defensive penalties in critical moments and not being held accountable, at least not being benched or not being sat down or nothing. What are your thoughts about that? And do you think that Sellers to change his method of handling these situations with penalties? Of course, of course, there's certain times where, and I think right now they're in the mindset of, oh, going through this process is going to be mistakes. So they say only way to get kill these mistakes is to have all these, go through with the first year. But you gotta you gotta have you gotta sit some of these guys down because we can't have Quentin, you know, do an encroachment on third down. You can't have yes. Mosley do an encroachment on third down, you kill fourth down. You can't have these people going off sides, hands to the face and get it's just, and we see it every week, and they keep saying, yeah, we're, we're great week of practice, great week of practice, but the fundamentals aren't <laughs> there. We, we keep seeing this, and it, and it goes, yo, all this goes back to their scheme. They're anticipating so much pressure to come from this defensive line, the edges. They don't have the right pieces in the right places. If they had Carl Lawson, he would have been in the backfield. And now they expect Phillips to do that job. They expect um, JFM to do that job, but they're not at that type of that type of uh, uh, stature right there. It's just you can even see when Carl Lawson was in, he was putting Beckton through the through the ringer because that we got to yeah. get to that level. Nobody can stop yeah. him. They, we got to get to that level. So now mm-hmm. with these players, it's like it's not even just you know Minshew is even with. With, um, when we went against every quarterback it was a million years back there just to dissect the whole defense. If we had time like that, Zach would look the same way. But they're, mm. but they're getting to him a lot, man. And just hopefully we get to pick this thing up. You know, I just want to see progression every game. And today I yeah. saw Zach looking good. Elijah was looking good. And yeah. hopefully at some point we'll get Mims in, in the game plan sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the Jets were penalized pretty heavily today. Yet again, six penalties for 66 yards. I mean, that's insane. <laughs> you're, just, you're just giving away yarders. You're giving away yarders there. I mean, it's, it's, it's completely crazy. like that. Yo, <laughs> nobody. You know, nobody this, it, 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 back to the last question. I know if I'm running, if I'm playing a run-heavy team, I'm stacking the box. Why on first, yeah. second, third down through the, through the second Third quarter, they had the ball the whole duration, mostly the whole duration of the third quarter. Why would you say, mm-hmm. "Hey, it's a, they're running every day of time"? Put eight of us in the box so we could we could slow yeah. us down a little bit. I, I just don't. I, I don't even understand this. They they think their talent is a lot better than it is, and and yeah. we this year we got to cut a lot of people because I. I don't know why the hell we still have Cashman on the roster, Ashton Davis still on the roster. They, they, they got a clean house, man. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. And we've been going years to saying the same thing, but I, I have confidence in Joe and Sala, though. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I Joe do, Douglas. Joe Douglas has, like, like you said as well, that there's a lot of work to be done, especially when you're looking defensively yeah. at us as well. And you talked a little bit about it, but some of that I think has to go. Look, you got to make the adjustments. If you know guys are not going to get there, or we don't mm-hmm. have a legitimate pass rusher. Adjust your scheme so that you're not getting blown the way we're getting blown. It's the same thing every week: screens, tight ends, running backs coming out the backfield every time. It's the same thing. Yeah, and we and and, and it struggles. is it's and, the same struggle. And and the thing is, they're, they're trying to bring pressure, but the guys they have bringing the pressure, the quarterback reads it so quick, and it's like. These yeah. guys are not doing their assignments, so you have two people. You, oh, man, I just hated to see Scott crazy. get the ball and run it past everybody for yeah. a touchdown. I'm like, what kind? Yeah. Oh, this is, this is frustrating. Again, so this is but, frustrating, but, but, bro. Yeah, it is. And, and again, mm-hmm. again, Venom, a lot of that stuff, a lot of the plays that the Philadelphia Eagles were making and getting long gains and touchdowns, a lot of that was effort, too, because we were – that gain well yeah. play where he ran through like six, seven, maybe eight jets that couldn't tackle him. Like, yeah. come on, these are yeah. arm tackles that these guys are trying to do. Of course yeah. he's going to break them. Yeah. Wrap this guy and bring him down. That's effort. That's solid <laughs> tackling, and they're not doing it. They're just not getting it done. But I want to go to the offensive side of the ball with you, Venom, because you talked mm-hmm. a little – we talked about this defense. It was awful. But the offense, I want yeah. you to give me your thoughts on what you saw out of Zach Wilson today. I thought he had a great first half, but things really bogged down in the second half. We saw the interception as well. Give me your thoughts on Zach Wilson's day. He was 23 of 38, 266 yards on the ball, two TDs of interception. How did you feel about his performance today? I, I threw it like you said. You said it, you know, right. His first half was amazing. He, I think he was 9 of 10 the first first half. Or, and then he just went, we go too pass happy. We get too pass happy. And Coleman was doing mm-hmm. a good job running the ball. You know, it's yep. just little things where where Mims with the blocking them back after that seventeen run that yard run. We just can't yep. have things like that happen. But when Mims yep. isn't out there, you can't you can't. He doesn't have enough reps to to understand what he's supposed to do. And you throw him out there on the third down or second down and just say, "Hey, go block." This it, it, it just don't work like that. You got to give all these guys some plays. But I think the offense. You, Elijah looked good. Zach looked good. The once Van Rotten come in the come in the game, it's over. I, I know he's he's getting blocked <laughs> in the back and ah, in the backfield, he's getting pushed back. And some of it I blame on Zach as well because I see where they have runners running past him and he steps back into getting a sack or or yeah. something yeah. like that. And he if everybody if all the defenses Linemen are behind you. Run up. Run for the first down. Try to run ahead. It's the, you know, I, I know they want to keep him as a, a pocket passer, but if you see opportunities, go for it. And sometimes mm-hmm. he, he's – and he, this year is his learning curve year, so he's going to progress next year. And, and luckily he has the same the same play um, coordinator will be there, so he, he'll go into that next year with him and they could iron out these wrinkles a little bit. And hopefully yeah. he'll look at this whole season and digest it. But he needs to get a little bit of Mike White in him and just incorporate the screen game, take some of the short throws, because they know he's more confident with the deeper throws. You can see how he's second in and six, and he's throwing a, a laser at somebody. It's like, bro, just take some of that off of it. And you don't got to – 
Yeah. We're not, we're not, I'm not 30 yards down the field. I'm just five <laughs> yards in front of you. Just throw it, toss it to me a little bit. Take some of that hot sauce yeah. off it, baby. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I think, you're talking facts, I think, I mean, you know, <clears throat> they're going to be good. I think, I think this is just the growing pains this year, Joe. The offense is, mm-hmm. is you know, Mike LaFour is doing a good job. I could say that about him. And, yeah. and yeah. you know, I, I think that's, that's a good, the building process. Yeah, it is. And a big start to the building process is watching our young playmakers get the ball in their hands and be able to show that they have the talent. They have the ability to yeah. possibly be a building block for this football team. And the guy who's really exploded is Elijah Moore. Again, six catches today, yep. 77 yards and a touchdown. What are your thoughts about what you saw out of him in this game? And what are your thoughts about that no call by the referees? They said, I, I thought that should have been a pass interference. Am I tripping? No, no, I, I think Elijah is progressing good over this, and everybody says he's well advanced, and he's one of the uh, uh, elite wide receivers, if they would say. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's progressing very well. And I think this offseason he's going to do really good work with Zach. But I think, you know, the, 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 we're not getting the calls. They're like, hey, you know, <laughs> the reps are like, hey, that, you're losing any which way. That's not going to matter. You're down 20 semi points, and it's under a minute, so that that penalty wouldn't help you. So I think that the situations and that goes on in the game, I, I think they're taking it, and they, they screw us all the time. So until we start, you know, putting things together, we're, they're not going to give us those calls. There has to be something egregious for for them to call against us, yeah, so, yeah. So I don't, I don't think we're going to get too many calls until until we look legit out there. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's my you know, bottom, man. It, that that call, go, go yeah. ahead, go ahead, Venom. I want I, I want to talk about the kicker. They need I was about to, to go get there. him. Go ahead. Oh, whoa, get him out of hold here. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second, Venom. Hold on a second, Venom. When you talk about Kessman, that guy can't keep his hands on the wheel. That guy's a car wreck. Give me your thoughts about him. He's awful. Like, oh my. Whoa, whoa. I think it was Shaq. I think it was Shaq that said, "What competition did did he win?" Because (laughs) I I I would take Amadola right now. Today I would take Amadola. But we always do this. We have good kickers. Look a fault in New England right now. He's he's mm. making he's making every freaking field goal, but we got these mm. rejects here that we, I, man, this we gotta we gotta sign somebody from the college ranks in, and you know have have a kicker for the next ten twelve years, man. I I don't know what the heck, but I will fire. Don't hire no don't hire no no kickers no more because <laughs> I think we tried out everybody in the NFL, man. I don't know who's left. Yeah. I don't know who's left. Yeah. They might as well go get the old kicker from the Colts that retired, man. Bring him back and try him out or something. I don't know where the hell we go from here. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I look at it like, man, you, if he had an open competition with Amendola and came out and looked the way that he looked, Against the, it's just mind blowing. He came out and missed his first two, and they weren't even close. They weren't even close. Yeah. He watched them yeah. all together, wide left, yeah. like wide left, yeah. not close. Never looked like they oh were even my. possibly gonna go in between the uprights. 
It was unbelievable how bad he was. And with those two extra points missed so badly, it was like, how can we count on this guy? Even if it comes down to a shootout and we do get back into this game, we can't put this guy on the field to kick a 40-yarder. We can't. He can't get an extra point. Yeah, Joe, at the beginning with Barrios with the big, 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 big return, (laughs) <laughs> and you got that, and now, <laughs> and now, and now, we go on that first run, and that kick just took all the momentum out yep. of us. And then, then the Eagles go down, score seven, and then we go yep. score again, and now you miss the second one. Now it was like, oh man, if they keep scoring, yep. we can't. We're not winning if they if we got to score with them because you're missing every exactly. field goal. So I'm exactly. like, what the we were already down. We were already down yeah. by two points, and we had scored on both of our first our first two possessions. We were still <laughs> down by two points. It was mind oh blowing. Oh my mind gosh! Blowing. Mind we blowing. can't get and then, it and right, on, man. We can't. We can't get it right, and that, Joe. And that, man. We can't. Yeah, we can't. And, and again, that that part of that is on Joe Douglas because we needed to address yeah. kicker. We needed to address kicker since he got here. He's got to figure this situation out. Because if you don't, again, yeah, you look at does. it this year, we're, we're not talented enough to be missing kicks. The same way we're not talented enough to be heavily penalized. We have to scrap and fight for yeah. every single point that we get. So when you're put in that position, just for an extra point, you got to make it. Because if you don't, it'll cost yeah. you. We saw it in this game. We scored twice. Again, yeah. we scored on what, our first three drives? We were beside ourselves, scored in our first three drives. Yeah. but. Our first two drives we scored, we're still down because you can't make kicks. That's insanity. And, and, and it's pure insanity. Other, another thing that, that puzzles me is, like, we have these people on the roster. We have Piron on the roster. Yeah. Why are they yeah. here? You should have kept Josh Adams. Why is this person yeah. here not contributing? And he's not learning. You're not showing us that he's developing some sort of way. He's not there on short mm. downs. It, it's nothing. And we got him yeah. here. We could have given that spot to even even the tight end. We don't Evoa isn't even isn't even involved in the game. How we I I don't know what we what we doing, Joe. I don't know what we doing. We're not seeing uh-huh. any growth in any of these these players that we have on the practice squad are stepping up. We gotta get mm-hmm. them involved and see what they have so we could get rid of them if we need to. Or trade them away, yeah. get do something, give them away, something. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. But we I mean, have, I was, we I have a lot of we have a going. Yeah, go I was on, looking forward stop. to seeing. I was looking forward to see seeing Denzel Mims possibly, you know, get some more targets. <laughs> he, you know, he's coming off that situation and he's back, he's healthy, and uh, yeah, he only got one catch for four yards. So I'm hoping that Michael will <sighs> be able to work him in again. He got that penalty. That was frustrating, but it's crazy. But sticking to the wide receiver talk, because we talked about a lot more, mm-hmm. just talking a little bit about Denzel Mims, what was your thought about the performance of Corey Davis? I mean, yes, he got injured. He went out again. Were you expecting more from him? How did you feel about what he put on the field today? I was expecting more from him because if he's out there, he should be producing a little bit more. But, you know, yeah. he, he had that one good catch on, I think it was third down. So that was that was yeah. encouraging to see, but after that, I I don't know why they have these players out there if they're still nicked up. I don't. I yeah. And you know I, I'm just scared for Beckton to come back if he's not a hundred percent. 
or something Ooh. like that. Even with, with with Zach last week, we saw him come back in the third quarter. It looked like it was something still bothering him. So, you know, mm. I, I hope they, you know, take more time and just let these guys heal up. And I know they want to be on the field, but you got to save them from themselves. You know, Corey yep. Davis is a good, good, good wide receiver. We just need to, you know, make sure that he's 100% healthy, you know. And, and we're not yep. fighting for anything. We're, we're not fighting for no, no. I could understand if you. We're fighting for our playoff hopes and dreams, but we're not playing for anything. We know you're good already. Sit out, bro. We don't need you. We need to find out what Denzel Mims is. We need to find out what these other players are. We know what you are, so just chill out. I don't Corey Davis need to prove anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yo, go ahead. But, Joe, what I want to ask, do you think – just hypothetically, because this is this is probably going to come into fruition next year. I think if we had this whole roster a hundred percent healthy, we would look mm-hmm. like a totally different team. We would be in a totally different position, you know, than we are right now. You know, so I think mm-hmm. these just looking into next year. I think. You know, and I know you say, stated this earlier. You know that Joe Douglas is going to have to ease up on that, on, on that, on that money a little bit just to get some big guys in here just to assist. Yeah. You know, so what do you think this team will look like next year? Because I, I'm, I'm watching this season now. We don't have anybody. We don't, <laughs> you know, have no. <laughs> No players that really, really, really good out there right now. So I'm watching okay. this yeah. season. How do you think this roster will look next year? Yeah, here, here's the deal. And I understand people talking about injuries, right? But this is the NFL. Injuries oh. happen, right? We saw this, this same Philadelphia Eagles franchise that we just played won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback, right? One of the mm-hmm. biggest injuries they had. Once Wentz went down, they said, you know what? The coach at the time adjusted his scheme, said, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep my feet moving. And they had various other injuries as well that season and were still able to push mm-hmm. and win a Super Bowl. Injuries happen in the NFL. You have to be able to, to play through them. Now, next year, it's going to be tough. You know, again, I think this team, you know, could look a little bit better. But, again, there's so many changes that's going to happen next year. That's why it's tough to even say yeah. what we're going to be because, again, Ashton Davis is a guy that probably is not going to – if he keeps playing the way he's playing right now – He's probably he should not be starting next year. He shouldn't be a starter. Yeah, our kickers should be different, right? Our kickers should be different. We should have different offensive linemen. The draft coming up, there should be added pass rushers. You should add offensive line in mm-hmm. there as well. Depending on who we get in free agency, and it was a great point that you brought up. Like you said, I said it earlier. Joe Douglas, I understand. I don't want him to drastically overpay. I am not saying that. Do not tweet me saying, Joe, you told you wanted to just destroy our cap room. I didn't say that. What I am mm-hmm. saying is stop being cheap in free agency and go get these big-name guys that we need. We need certified mm-hmm. guys somewhere, right? Get us a big right guard. Get us a big right tackle. Get us the big center that's in free agency if he fits what we're trying to do. Get us more playmakers yep. because, again, we just drafted Zach Wilson. If you did not want to surround this kid, with talent to ensure that any doubt, you know, there'd be no doubt left on the table whether he's good or not, what did you draft him for? If you did not draft to build around this kid and give him every single chance you could possibly give him for him to be successful here, 
what did you draft him for? We must do that. Yep. And part of that, again, could be free agency. Again, you, you, we see what the, what the Browns did with Baker Mayfield early. They gave him every weapon in the book. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. He had everything, yep. offensive line, running back, line. I mean, he had everything yeah. offensively. And we need to do the same thing. So I think the building, you know, again, we'll continue to build. And, yes, there are some spots on this roster that need help. We all know that. I talk about that. You know, everybody listening to the show knows that. But watching mm-hmm. some of the things that were going on out here, though, Venom, we talk about the roster and the issues with the roster. Yes, there's issues there. We need talent. But there are some issues with coaching as well here that a lot of people yep. don't want to talk about, but I am. The lack of defensive adjustments are glaring. The lack yep. of, people, of, of Sulla and his coaching staff holding guys, holding guys accountable for their uh, penalties is glaring. The lack of ability to look at what a, what a team's out there doing, right, to your team, and quickly adjust your game plan is glaring. We see the same things constantly every game getting exploited, and it's because this defensive staff doesn't make the adjustments mm-hmm. quickly, so we must do that. We must do that. If the coaching gets better, we'll be even a better team. We'll be an even better team. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people talk about this roster, and they don't mention the coaching. They really don't. Yeah, and, and I, I agree with you 100%. I agree with you. But there's also, you know, and I think Robert Sala takes a little bit too much criticism because don't we have, like, a, a, a up-top, you know, game manager that we hired before the season mm-hmm. starts to make sure that we manage the game right? And it seems like it's, if, it's, if Robert Sala isn't, you know, in control of that, maybe the guy up top should say, hey, right now, this is where we should take a timeout. We shouldn't burn it right here. But it seems mm-hmm. like there's so much incompetence on every level at some time or some point through the game that is bigger than Salah itself. I don't want to throw all on him or Joe Douglas, but there's, there's mm-hmm. some infractions all over the board to go around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I'm right there with yeah. you, but Venom, I'm telling you, there's, there's, we got to yeah. clean it up. Hopefully we get better going forward. We got to figure it out. So, listen, Venom, I want to thank you for calling in. I want to thank you for calling in, man. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Definitely, definitely, Joe. Have a good one, man. (laughs) Have a good one. All right, you have a good one, my friend. We'll get through it together. You have a good one. Salute, man. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, Venom calling in with the fire, man. Venom calling in with the fire. We're going to keep going to these lines. This is my last call of the show. We're going to keep going to it. I think it's my guy CT calling back in. We'll give CT a second round. We'll see what CT's got to say here. CT coming on for the second time. <laughs> Might have cut out. CT coming back on. I guess he wants to give us more fire. So I'll, say, I'll let CT on, you know, for the second time. Usually I don't do it, but I'll let CT on for the second I'll time. He'll it. give us a little bit more fire. All right. I be clean, it, man. CT. It'll, yeah, be let's clean leave now. Let's, of course, of course, of course. Let's just appreciate right. the high draft pick, yeah. <laughs> and let's, you know, <laughs> the Lions are winning. You never know. We might be able to pick anybody we want or trade down the value. We've got the Seahawks, too, so we'll see how they do. Tune in for that. So there's positivity yeah. around here. You know, you know I'm, I'm good now. You know, I'm in a better place. Um, but I wanted to ask you. <laughs> I, yeah. I know you don't like um, talking off season in December and whatnot. I feel you, man. Yeah. But yeah, 
in the off season, if we got these two high picks, would you draft down or would you would you would you just take the best players? Wait, would I would I trade down picks? or would I? Would, would, would you I trade, trade down, down with one up? of the pickups? Yeah, or you know, because you're talking about getting offensive line, I see. But if you mm-hmm. can get you can get offensive line, maybe you know lower down, you know, or keep one of them and you know get get the top offensive lineman if you wanted, and then trade down yeah. and get maybe two defensive players in the first round. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. This is a great question, CT. And this, you know, I brought you back on. I said, you know what? CT was frustrated the first go round. Let him bring him back on. He'll get some heat off before we go. Uh, this is a great question. And so at this point, right, I've talked to multiple people about this, multiple Jets fans, all right, because I discuss football with everybody, even people outside the fan base. And so okay. my thing is this. I want to ensure that my quarterback is protected. And I know people don't like to hear about offensive line, taking him early. But if Linderbaum, that, that center from Iowa, I believe his name is Linderbaum, if he is what scouts are saying that he is, which is a generational center, which is a guy that is a piece that you can put into the cog and he can just be there for the next 10 to 15 years ensuring that Zach Wilson or whoever we have at quarterback, right? Because, you know, again, we will see what happens in the future with Zach, even though I'm, I'm extremely excited about his talent and think he's going to be here for the next 10 years, 10, 15 yeah. years at this point. I need him to be protected at all times. We are struggling up front, and I think a big problem, especially with our running game, is Connor McGovern, and it looks like Grand Valley Road is going to be starting now. Greg Van Roten and Connor McGovern having issues. If we can protect him for the next 15 years, I'm taking Linderbaum. I understand that there's okay. a need, right? There's understand that there's a need at defense, right? But if you look at us historically, we've poured into the defense for years. We've done that. I think the pick before Sam Darnold, I think for the last, like before that, like 10 years straight, we had gone with defensive picks in the first round, Kyle Wilson, uh, Leonard Williams. I, I, yeah, yeah. But again, but if you look at that, look, that's what I'm saying. We poured into the defense for so long and ignored the offense. We're a year away from being the 32nd ranked offense in the league. I'm going to say this again. We are a year away from being the 32nd ranked offense in the league. So there's needs. Now, what okay. I would do at this point in time, at this point in time, what I would do was if Linderbaum is there, when we, when we select wherever the pick is that we got, I'm going to take him. A shot over down. Okay. No doubt in my mind. Now, the only thing that would make me – maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there, there's, there's questions about him possibly playing guard. You're right. I've heard people say that as well. Now, yeah. the only thing that would make me a little bit like maybe twitch at that is if Kayvon Thibodeau is there. But in my mind and everybody else's, Kayvon is gone at number one, so it's not even close. I am taking Linderbaum. Now, that second pick in the first round, Seattle keeps losing. Things keep looking even better, baby. Hey, Seattle. How do you like that Jamal Adams trade? How did you like that trade? You like Jamal Adams? How how you like how he's playing? Give him another one for Jamal. Man. Boy, that uh, making a trade never felt so good. You know what I'm saying? So if, yeah. when you look at that pick, that's a pick that I could see us utilizing to trade down and then gain more capital to address the defense, right? I could see us taking a, a, a pass rusher if we move down and, and gain enough capital, taking a pass rusher, right? Take a pass rusher to help pair with Carl Lawson. Again, and a lot of people think that Carl Lawson is going to bounce up. He's coming off a torn Achilles. It may take some time for him to work himself back in. But if we get a young guy, right, 
and Carl Lawson back into the fold, and then we maybe add add some rotational low-level guys that can come in and rush the passer as well. That can make a difference. They come in fresh, just like back in the day when Rex had Aaron Maven. He was doing that, coming in, and he had impact for us. That will yep, help absolutely. our passer. The, the problem is, is we don't have a guy, because Carl Lawson is injured, Okay, be clear. Don't tweet me and say that we don't have – I know we have Carl Austin. He's injured. He's not playing. Okay. So we don't have a guy – I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the guys that be on Twitter that be tweeting me. Yeah, I, I said it. Carl Austin is injured right now. So we don't have a guy, right, to rest the passer significantly every single step. So when we get him back, we get a guy in the draft, a young talent that will be here for years to come, which ensures that you don't overspend in free agency for pass rushers, Right. So you get one of those guys in, you bring in some low-level rotational guys to kind of fill that out, and then the rest of the draft, you continue to fill spots because you gain so much capital moving down with that first-round pick. Again, we have a multitude of mid-round picks as well, too, a multitude of those. So we can continue true, to true. build Absolutely. throughout. And then, so see, see that that the, right now, so hopefully we can lose again and we can get a higher pick. You know, we're, we're in a good spot <laughs> in the offseason. We're in a really good spot. And I'm going to – Seattle told a really good year. Oh, no, 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 no. Did you guys hear how CT slid in? Yo, hope we keep losing. We'll get a higher pick. CT out here. Pay attention. CT is out here okay with the Jets losing. <laughs> no, Seattle, Seattle. I said Seattle, bro. Oh, Seattle, Seattle, okay. Right now. Okay, Seattle. Yeah, okay. Seattle. I want, the, I want the Jets to win every game if they can. But my yeah. whole thing is, is that we're in a really good spot in the draft. Right now, period. Yeah. We're probably going to have two top tens, you know. You know, and this, yeah. no, no matter what happens, pretty much. So I'm looking at it like this, and I'll and I'll tell you this, this is my opinion. I want that first yeah. pick to be Kyle Hamilton. He looks like a like a Tyron Matthew to me. And then that second pick, you can trade down and possibly get a center and a um, a center and, a, and and an edge. You know, you know, the, the, that's yeah. what I want. I want those three, those three pieces right off the bat. You don't got to go all defense, yeah. but you know, we can get a, we can get an offensive lineman and, and, and an edge within the top three picks. But I want Kyle Hamilton and Kayvon is similar deal. I don't think we're going to get him, but if we're up there, then he can be the edge, and then we can trade down and get a safety and a, and a center. That's how I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, at this point, what Kyle, Kyle Hamilton? Isn't he that kid that's from? Uh... I think he's isn't he that kid from Notre. He's he's a safety too as well though, right? Or something like that, right? Yeah. If I if I'm correct. Yeah. Here, here's the deal, yeah, and I've heard his name. Game. I was just making sure that. It, yeah, he's. A, I think he's at like Notre Dame. Or Notre Dame. Here's Notre the Dame. deal. Yeah. yeah. I I understand it, right? I understand that, and I get it, right? But here's my deal: is that, and he's a phenomenal talent. But I think that where we're at right now as a franchise, you cannot afford to take a safety that high. You can't. It's a okay. it's a okay. it's a position of not. It's a position of non-impact, right? And, again, he's phenomenal. I'm, be clear. I'm not saying that he's a bad player. He's a great player. We cannot take a safety that high, not when you just drafted a young quarterback. You can't do that. You can't afford it. What are the two biggest injuries that we had this year? CG? But we went offense, offense, say, offense, would, offense, offense last year. We got, we got Michael Carter. We got Elijah Barrett Tucker. Well. They didn't give him nothing. You know, they gave him yeah, some really good stuff. Enough. But it's not enough, okay. though. Again, we, we can get a lot why do we go offense? Really, really hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second, CT. Why did we go offense, offense, offense last year? Because our offense was that bad. Because we hadn't gone offense for years. That was the reason it was so bad. The two biggest offense, the two biggest injuries that we had this year was offense, right? It was Makai Becton and it was Zach Wilson. You remember? Was like four plus weeks he had with a PCL injury. How did that happen? That happened because pressure was let up between the center and guard. 
They came straight up the middle, and he ran. The, the play before he got hurt, we thought he, we thought he tore his ACL. And then he popped up, right? We were all shocked. We were like, yeah, whoa, this yeah. kid is actually super tough, right? And then the second play he, he went down, we all thought that he actually had torn his ACL or his Achilles on that play. And we were all so – we all felt overjoyed simply because the injury wasn't as bad as we thought. You cannot afford to have that happen to your quarterback again. You can't I hear do that. you, bro. You, can't, you can't keep getting him beat up like this and expect him I hear, to yeah, succeed I agree here, with you, man. Right? You I agree with that. you, so, so I agree look, with look, you. Man. I understand that. I am addressing. I am addressing offensive line first and foremost. I get that Kyle Hamilton is a phenomenal player, and he is. He'll be a great safety in this league. He's extremely talented. But when you're at where we're at, and we invested as much as we did, and we got Zach Wilson, we were all overjoyed, right? Getting this kid in the building. You must do whatever it takes to protect him, particularly in an offensively driven league. I hear we you. do I, not, not we have the go. luxury of taking a safety first. We don't. I we hear just don't. you. I hear you. Well, here's what I hear me out, man. Just hear me out. I'm Listen, here. I got I'm you. Here. Like I feel you. When it comes to when it comes to uh, the center again, getting him first. I'm having no problem with it. Uh, you know, I really don't. But. I looked at you know, the Zach injury, it's, it's bad. And he had a tough run, you know, first couple of games. But we just picked up LDT pretty much for nothing. And he's been pretty good as a right guard, right? And they've been, since that game, a lot better as an offensive line. It might have just need, they might have just needed some time to gel. Even kind of a government, but it has been better than I thought. You know, he's not, he's not been as – he's not elite, but he's been better than he was the first couple of games. Absolutely. I mean, the past couple of games, he's been really good. So I look at it like this. It's a need, absolutely. I think we should get another offensive lineman. But if it's not the best one in the draft, I'm not going to be mad. You know, I feel like I think he's – I mean, and maybe I'm wrong, you know. I like Kyle Hamilton mm-hmm. that good, or, or Kayvon Thibodeau, or AD, even Aiden Hutchison. Those three guys, if they're there, I'm taking one of those three guys because I think they can um, – they, they, are, they are game-changing players. I do think they provide an X factor on the field, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that's in my opinion, and I could be wrong, you know, but – those are the three guys I would take if I had with that first pick, and I'll trade down, possibly get a center, you know, possibly get mm-hmm. a uh, you know an edge, you know, that's a little bit less further down the draft. We got two firsts. It's like a really good spot to get yeah. two foundational players. It is, but here's my retort to that, and I understand you. I, I listen. I get your take, and I understand you. Like, hey, there's other offensive linemen, and he doesn't have to be. I want the best. I am tired of getting the second guy. Maybe the, no. I want the best. Look at what we did in this last draft. We got draft. the best two years in a row. Back in a lot of time, we got the best two years in a row. Yeah, yeah, and that's the left side, and we need more. We need more offensive line. I want the best again. I want the best for my quarterback. That's I what I want. Got you. I'm look, I, I, you. I, I get it. Look, I, yeah, I, I get it. Like, I, and again, I understand the love for Hamilton. I've gone back and forth and heard a lot of people screaming for this kid, and he is, he's legit. But I want the best for my quarterback, and I want to make sure that he's protected. And con- like you just said as well, Connor McGovern is – he's okay. He's not a guy that's moving. And, again, not only – when you have an offensive lineman like Linderbaum come in, and, again, if he's what people say, which is a generational center, when he steps in, not only does he stop the issues with Zach getting rushed, he also helps our running game. We haven't had a 100-yard rusher all year. Stop. Nobody talked Stop. about that. <laughs> Nobody talks about that ever, right? But I'm talking about it because guess what? If you bring in Linderbaum and he pans out to be who he is, not only does he keep Zach from getting killed and keep him upright for years to come, he helps your running game as well, which makes what? Michael Carter even more deadly. And we didn't see this kid who we think is phenomenal. You see, why do we think he's phenomenal? Because he's avoiding guys that are in the backfield right when he gets the handoff. That's what he's doing. 
He's avoiding guys right after the handoff and finding ways. That should not be happening. We got to clean that up. I want elite offense. I want elite offensive linemen. I get that there's a needed pass rusher. We can address that later. But if we can get an elite offensive lineman here, I'll do it. And for those of you that will say you don't take a center that high, you don't take guards that high, listen, the Colts took Nelson, Quinnen Nelson, at six. Do you think that that was a bad pick? The Colts, literally, their running offense is run behind Quentin Nelson. If you look at the game we just had, they had 239 yards on the ground against us. Jonathan Taylor had 170-something yards against us the third quarter. They were running behind Quentin Nelson the entire time. He's a generational guard. So if you you do that, 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 that's my big thing. And the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because we just watched Sam Darnold when he was here what was the biggest issue with him? We couldn't figure out if he was good or not because he was getting blasted all the time. I do not want to okay. – I don't want to leave any room all for right, doubt. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. Yeah, if Zach Wilson I'll doesn't pan, and I'll, I'll, turn it, I'll turn it back over to you in a second. If Zach Wilson doesn't pan or if there's question marks about Zach Wilson, I want it to be because of his talent. I want it to be because uh, he's kind of flaky with his throws. He's all over the place, not because – we don't know. He's not protected, or he's always hurt, or he has another PCL issue, or maybe it's his ACL next time, or maybe it's his shoulder, just like it happened with Sam Darnold. I don't want no question marks. If you trash dog, I want to know. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he's trash, you, but if man, you trash I dog, I want to know. Go ahead, CT. Go ahead. I know. I feel like you make a great case, man, and I'm glad I called back in because I needed to hear that. I like the because <laughs> when it comes to that. When it comes to Zach, yeah. like if you yeah. give him the best, I said it before on this on the, on your show. I want the best offensive line in football. You know? So going going yeah. offensive line three, three years in a row is very new for us as a Jets fan base. Fan base. But hey, you know what? If it's gonna make running game better, it's gonna make Zach better. I'm telling you, like I said, offensive line, edge, safety, top three picks. I'm fine mm-hmm. wherever they take them. You know, and I'm really. Yeah. But the cool thing about it is that we got two firsts that are very high. We can trade down and get more mm-hmm. picks, or we can just get really good players that you know that are that are early in the draft, surefire foundational pieces for this young squad. You know, um, but just wanted to tap in with you and just hear hear your thoughts on that. But I'm glad I, I got to you know hear 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 you out on the, the, the center thing. I'm you know I got to look at Linderbaum and you know see how he's been doing. He's is he working? Yeah, is he yeah. with Pitt? So he's not with Pitt. He's with um, what what team is he on? No, he's with uh, Iowa. 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 Okay, my bad. Iowa. Let me tell you something. This kid, I watched a little bit. He is vicious. <laughs> he is okay. vicious, and he's exactly what we need up front. But again, you know, I also a lot of scouts that I follow, a lot of scouts that I respect, a lot of scouts giving their dude. This dude is a generational center. I think he's the high, one of the highest rated centers that there's been in like 20 years on multiple people's boards. This kid okay. is supposed to completely change your offensive line, and that's what I want. Okay. I, I'm going to so check him out. Yeah, yeah. So, listen, CT, you got any more? We, we'll give you a second round. <laughs> you got any, anything else you want to nah, get out? I'm good. Chat? I'm good. I just want to tap in with you okay. You have a great show. Have a right. great day. And All right. guys, hang in there. All you Jets fans, hang in there. Just going to turn around next year. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Salute, Jets. Salute, CT. You have a good one, my friend. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Listen, CT calling in with the phone. <laughs> Listen, we're passionate around here, and this is what I love. This is why I love doing this show. I love connecting with Jets fans and just talking about football, you know. 
respectful discussion. That's my guy. I'm telling you, my guy, CT, I let him on a second time. You know, people come on a second time, but I knew he was hot. You could tell. He had some steam under his collar. He did. He had some steam under his He had to let it go. He had to let it go, and that's what we're here for. That's why we do these shows live after the game. Call in, be patient, and we'll get to everybody. You can let your steam out and, you know, you don't have to be angry all week. Just come on, call in, let us know, yell. Don't curse, but yell, you know, and we'll hear you out. So that's my take on there. But we'll continue to talk about the offseason, you know. As the offseason comes, we're definitely going to continue to do shows during the offseason as well. So there will definitely be discussions about the draft, free agency, so on and so forth. But the New York Jets have quite a bit of work to do. Huh. So now with that said, I'm going to start to close out the show with a stinker versus <laughs> stinker versus the Eagles. Oh, 33-18. Defense looks horrific. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I am also on Twitter as well, at YoungJ000. Again, that is YoungJ000, all right? If you want to troll me, go ahead. I'll troll you right back. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, all right? That's the SD guy, the best damn lineman that we have playing right now. Fight on. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying much, but that's all I'm saying. All right? (laughs) Go SC. You know what I mean? So he'll be down there. I'll be down there. You want to troll me? No issues. We'll go back and forth. I am also on the show's page as well on Twitter, at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe. Go ahead. Follow me on that page. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. Troll you right back. All my content and stuff will be on there as well. I'm also on YouTube. For those of you that listen to me on Blog Talk, iTunes, they say, Joe, where can we see your face? Where can we see you do your thing live? Listen, I do a live radio show on YouTube. The YouTube is Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay? Go there. Subscribe to that content. Subscribe to that channel. Turn on your notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Give my video the thumbs up. And if you want to troll me in the comments, no issues. I will troll you right back. I'll troll you right back over there. I don't have no problem with the trolling. You know what I'm saying? I keep it respectful, but I'll be trolling. You know what I'm saying? You keep it respectful, we'll go back and forth. And as always, people, when you see me in person, okay, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone that will cost you absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to listen and call into the show. Also, watch the game with me as well because we did a live reaction today. I want to thank you folks for doing all that. Without you folks, I am absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to do all of those things. So I want to thank you folks for everything. Again, you folks have a good one. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.